Joining us right now, Stephen Marin is with us, co-founder, lead portfolio manager at Amber Wave Partners. Thank you so much for being with us. We'll get to what's going on in these crazy markets in a moment. But first, let's start out with inflation. What stood out to you in that CPI report? I mean, I think everybody was expecting, obviously, inflation, but that hot? Yeah, thanks, Nicole. It's, it's a real pleasure to be here. It's great to see you. So as you say, you know, the inflation report just blew past everyone's expectations for what it was going to come in at this morning. And it really locks the Fed into the expectations priced into the stock market, sorry, priced into the bond market, as well as what they've guided to in their forward guidance in terms of continuing the tightening cycle they're on, which will eventually bring us to a recession in order to contain inflation. What really stood How out bad in the report that? this morning. I'm oh, sorry. yeah. Yeah, please go ahead. No, no, what really stood out in the report this morning was the rotation from goods to services is continuing apace. So shelter inflation driven by uh, owner equivalent rent and housing prices is really picking up pace, and that takes a long time to come back down. So it's that rotation that can really delay uh, the, the return of inflation back down to what's a, a normal level that we'd be comfortable with. Yeah, I mean, what we've seen with housing and rent, right, is tough for folks. And mortgage rates have been obviously higher of late, maybe come down a little bit. But your thoughts on the big picture when it comes to shelter? Explain that a little. Yeah, I think you're exactly right. It's housing prices that are pushing that and housing prices, which will drive the rotation from goods prices to service prices in the inflation data. Now, because of the way that the inflation data are constructed, it really takes about a year for changes in the housing market to filter through fully into the into the CPI data. That's why we're only seeing this now, even though the housing market was just on fire uh, a year ago. Right. And so over the next you know, six months or so, we should see the housing market sort of come back down to a normal level driven by higher mortgage rates, driven by the increase in uh, the mortgage payments on a median home being about 50 percent higher than it was a year ago. And that will drive the slowdown in the housing market, which will eventually filter through into uh, more normal inflation prints. But it could take a mm. year and a half for that to happen. It takes time for that to happen. That's pretty amazing. Was there anything good in the report? Uh, you know, I, I'm hard pressed to find anything good. I mean, I guess you could say, you know, it, it could have gone up by even more. Uh, that's, you know, I, I think I think you're you're <laughs> you're looking. You know, it's 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 uh, it's a tough call for that. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I mean, I understand what you're saying. I mean, I I, I would. Be, it, it's hard. You're hard pressed to find something good in the report. I get that. Um, I think the only thing that people have said was good was maybe that the core rate came off of the highs, still was hotter year over year than the, the estimate. So I get it. Um, that being said now, when we take a look at what folks are doing and their behavior, tell me a little bit about the move from goods to services. What do you think might fare better now? Yeah, so uh, there are some indicative signs that goods prices can start to turn down over the coming couple of quarters, right? There are some signs that supplier inventories aren't as lagged as they were in the past, some signs that prices paid further up, further up in the supply chain in various uh, surveys of, of production are coming a little bit down. And there are some signs that freight rates are coming down a little, a, a little in, in some places. And also there are signs that inventories are starting to accumulate. You see stories about big retailers uh, having large inventories, which will ultimately lead them to offer discounts on their products. 
as well as discounts on some, you know, some other products like graphic cards and, and other key parts of the technology supply chain. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So as a portfolio manager, what are you advising? Yeah. Yeah, so we we believe that the best way to account for high inflation in a portfolio is to invest in companies that are investing in their supply chains here in the US because that's how they insulate themselves from volatility in supply chains. That's how they insulate themselves from international bottle, bottlenecks on key inputs into what they produce and what they sell. And so we focus on companies' ability in, in our portfolios, we focus on companies' ability to invest in US jobs, US security, including supply chain security, and US growth. And we find that that provides some insulation from this type of volatility. Yeah. I have a hard time understanding. Um, so you're saying invest in supply chains and U.S. jobs. Is that what you're saying? I don't, I yeah, don't know what that if, means. If it, that is what we're saying. If, if inflation is high in large part because of supply chain crises, the best way to address that is to invest in supply chains in the U.S. And companies and American companies are going to be facing years of pressure to reshore industries to prevent exactly what we're seeing now from repeating itself in the future. Companies that are based in the U.S. that make their things in the U.S. and employ and, and, and employ U.S. workers, so it's U.S. based. Yeah, Stephen, thank you. Yeah, that's exactly. good stuff. No, I appreciate it. I got to get going, but I appreciate it. Stephen Marin, thank you. Thank you. Co-founder and lead portfolio manager at Amber Wave Partners. Thank you.